Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in, hour number two, Thanksgiving Eve edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck is already with his family. He'll be back with me on Monday on this program. I hope that all of you who are out and about traveling are managing to do so safely. Uh, I flagged this in the morning. TSA estimates it'll screen around 30 million passengers over the Thanksgiving holiday Uh, A record 55.4 million people expected to travel 50 miles or more between tomorrow and Sunday. Um, And let's see, the busiest day of all expected to be today and then Sunday. And uh, so many of you, like me, are going to be on the road, like Buck, and we hope that all of you will stay safe and manage to reach your family and have a fabulous time tomorrow and throughout the holiday weekend. And we also know that many of you are going to be out there working because you work on the holiday. Certainly, I have done that in the past, and I know many of you will be doing so as well. We thank you for working, uh, particularly truck drivers who are out there every day making sure that our country functions, uh, military, first responders, everybody in those communities, many of whom are listening to us right now. There will be a best-of show tomorrow. I promise we have had a few decent segments so far this year. And then on Friday, our friend Tudor Dixon, who is a part of the Clay Travis Buck Sexton Podcast Network, will be in. also mention this. One of the great benefits of uh, both Buck and I being able to do the show is I believe there's only one week all year where you're not going to hear from one or the other of us. That's unprecedented, to my knowledge, on any national radio show anywhere. Uh, The only week we're out is Christmas week. We haven't, between the two of us, missed a day since July 4th. Now, I'm not claiming this is a super difficult job, but we do take it very seriously, and we want to be with you every single day because we think the things that we are talking about are very important. And I want to take a moment here to talk about Thanksgiving because I know Rush did this often on his show, And um, I also think a lot of times Thanksgiving gets lost now in the shuffle between Halloween, which every year seems to get bigger and bigger, and certainly the Christmas and New Year's holiday. 
Uh, and as a result, Thanksgiving sometimes gets lost. So I, j- I just want to kind of talk about this for a moment. Wherever you live, if you are fortunate enough to be an American, I hope that on Thanksgiving, you will take a moment and just contemplate what had to happen for you to have the good fortune to have either been born in America or to have become an American. But in particular, for those of us who were born here, you ever read history surrounding Thanksgiving? How many of you have really thought about this? I heard this and I couldn't get it out of my mind, and it's still extraordinary to me. When the pilgrims arrived here, a squirrel on a tree could have walked from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast from one tree to another. You want to talk about how wild this land was? Just think about that for a moment. There were so many trees that a squirrel, I read this, and I believe it to be true, a squirrel could have been on the East Coast and could have walked across the entire United States from tree to tree. And I don't think we talk enough about the ships that these people got on to come here. I want you to think about it for a minute. Um, I just finished reading a great book about Magellan. These ships were tiny. And whatever risks you are taking in your life, I want you to think about what it would have been like to get on a ship in Europe and make the decision that you were going to leave behind everyone that you had ever known and every land that you had ever known and probably that you would never see those people for the rest of your life and that there was a tremendous risk that something awful might happen to you on that trip to the United States. And by the way, this is true no matter what your ethnicity is. As Thomas Sowell has pointed out in many of his books, while this country focuses on the legacy of slavery almost to the exclusion of everything else that happens historically, every single person who is of African descent that lives in the United States today is far better off than they would have been if they had never come to the United States at all. It's a stat that doesn't get a lot of attention. You know, the poorest Americans, the absolute poorest people in the United States of America today would be in the 20% wealthiest if they lived in India right now. Our poor people, even if you feel like you don't have a lot to be thankful for, our poor people would be the wealthiest people in some of the biggest countries in the world. Our poorest person would be in the top 20% wealthiest in all of India. Think about the risk that was involved in making the decision to come to this new land. A place that was truly wild, sparsely inhabited, and where you were likely to never see any of your friends and family 
ever again if you were fortunate enough to make it on the perilous journey to these shores. One of the things that I worry about the most as I think now as I've moved into middle age and I've now got three kids of my own, I'm thinking about the world as it may exist after I'm gone. Presuming I've got a couple of generations left, I'd like to think. What are we teaching our kids? And how much safetyism and lack of risk-taking are we trying to embed in their lives? One of the things that, that troubles me the most about young people today is very much they're coddled and they lack the ability to take risk. This is a country of boundless opportunity because of the risk takers, because of the people who've been willing to put their lives on the line. Study American history as we have this Thanksgiving holiday and look at all the things that the people who came before you were willing to risk and ask yourself what you're risking. It seems to me that America today has a national epidemic of cowardice. Your ancestors were willing to risk their lives to come to this country. And a lot of you and a lot of your grandkids aren't even willing to post what they actually think on social media. Worse than that. They call people they disagree with Nazis. We have moved in the space of a few generations from a country that fought actual Nazis to a place where the great-grandchildren of the people who killed and beat and preserved freedom for the world by defeating the Nazis now think that they are heroic and courageous because they call people they disagree with Nazis. I just played it for you. You're questioning it. Blair McCaskill on MSNBC. You see it every day happen, even in the wake of October 7th when we had the most deadly day in the history of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. People are still running around calling Trump a Nazi. And I tie all this together on Thanksgiving. Yes, we have a tremendous amount to be thankful for, but what are you conserving by taking real risks for your country. What are you putting on the line on a daily basis? What are you actually risking compared to the people who made this country great? It's something that I think we need to have a real national discussion about, and I hope it's something that you will think about when you sit down to celebrate Thanksgiving with your friends and family and recognize the immense and bountiful gratitude that we all should share for being American. How much of that is part of our national discourse right now? I'm not super old. I like to think I'm not super old. I'm middle-aged now. I'm 44. I don't remember in the 1970s and the 1980s and the 1990s and the 2000s. I don't remember people hating America. I don't think it existed in my life. 
And a lot of people now are focused on what's going on on college campuses, but I think that's a failure of the adults. We've allowed kids to be so coddled that they don't even understand what evil is. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think this is an important conversation to have with so many of your families for Thanksgiving. Kids only know what they are taught. If you have convinced a generation of kids that people who have different opinions than them are evil, what scares me is not only are they coddled and averse to risk, they aren't able to see actual evil when it truly exists. I can't think of anything that has occurred that is more evil than October 7th in recent history. Jewish people, just like in the 1930s, were murdered explicitly for being Jewish, and many people cheered it. And a lot of people on college campuses did. What does it say about us that our most highly educated in terms of schooling are the least able to recognize true evil? I think it's ominous. Because remember, without people willing to speak the truth and without an absence of cowardice, many people are sheep. If you look at what happened with COVID, how many people just went along rather than get acknowledged for not being willing to go along? This is the country, more so than any other, filled with the DNA of people who said, I'm not just going to go along. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to get on that ship. I'm going to get on that horse. I'm going to get in that covered wagon. I'm going to travel across the horizon to something better, something that I can't even see. This entire country was founded on the leap of faith, on the idea that tomorrow could be better, on the willingness to take that risk, on the incredible hopes, dreams, and aspirations upon which this country was founded. What does it say on this Thanksgiving when we all have an immense amount to be thankful for that some of the youngest and best educated in this country are unable to recognize both the history of this country, which is proud and upstanding and greater than, I believe, truly, the history of any country and the history of the world. They believe, actually, the legacy of America is one that is awful and reprehensible and evil. And as a result, they're willing to support actual evil. It's our fault. We have coddled their minds to such an extent that we have convinced them that words are violence and microaggressions are unacceptable, and as a result, their brains are stilted, unchallenged, and unable to confront the reality of evil. So, I hope that all of you out there will be willing to have this conversation with your kids and grandkids. It may get a little uncomfortable. I don't care. It's past time for being nice. 
at some point you have to confront evil and be willing to have conversations with people who can't see it. Maybe they get a little bit upset with you. Maybe they say, Mom, Dad, Grandma, Grandpa, you don't know what you're talking about. I would submit that if you have lived in this country very long at all, you know a lot more about what you're talking about than anybody who's a college-age kid or a high school kid that's trying to defend Hamas's murder of over a 1,000 innocent Jewish people based entirely on their faith. So I hope those are conversations that you'll have, but I hope you'll contextualize them in the larger historical resonance of what is, I think, the fabric of the greatest country that's ever existed in the history of the world and one that must continue to embrace risk-taking, to embrace uh, actual courage and physical valor. Because I don't know that we've ever valued it less than I'm seeing valued right now. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.